0: Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Hello, beautiful hearts. Thank you so much for being with us today. We are talking with a beautiful soul. She remembers her connection to the ancient mother of the planet. Grace Galzagori is here. She's a beautiful healer. And today we're talking about embodying wholeness, balancing the masculine and feminine within your body and actually learning to embrace your body as the living consciousness of the mother. This will increase our vitality and our health and so much more. I want to welcome Grace Galzagori back to Quantum Conversations. Hello, Grace. Thank you, Loren. It's so good to be
1: here. I'm just so happy to be in your vibe and feel that Costa Rica energy. And it's all, it's so
0: wonderful to be back here. Thank you, Loren. Uh, Well, thank you. We love to be in your vibe too. You've got the ocean behind you. And we were chatting about the elements of nature, how we just love it. And it really guides us to where we are on the planet and how we um, follow the heart and and listen to where we are to go and to be. And so welcome to you. And I want to welcome everyone watching this. Today, as we talk about Wow, this just feels good, Grace, embracing your body as the consciousness, the living consciousness of the mother. Wow. Tell us about this. What is, well, first of all, what does that mean to you? We can feel it right now, but really, what does that mean? Well, it's interesting because
1: I think we think of the journey as reaching out When in fact, I I have come to this consciousness through diving deep into my body and through that ultimately um, connecting to the flow of the earth and the mother and recognizing because I've been a healer for so long. I started out as a nurse practitioner and teaching very much in the Western world and then uh, went through a personal journey that was excruciating (laughs) of uh, discovering that healing really starts from within and. Then, uh, you know, I was always with the heart, the heart, the heart, but ultimately the womb started to open and it started to become a much deeper experience. And I recognized that the body holds the vibration. Uh, The consciousness of the womb and that it is a living wisdom of the womb that is being transmitted through every cell in our body that it's not an external experience it's not adoring something out there it's literally coming into an adoration and a communion within with our own body. And this has been the key ultimately to healing and wholeness and balance is to come into this recognition. And this uh, it's just been a, a phenomenal experience to recognize we have the biologic lineage. But when we drop even deeper, we have our spiritual lineages for many lifetimes. And if you drop even deeper All of life, all of creation holds the consciousness of the mother because the mother created this planet, created this this whole existence. All of us hold that, we resonate to that vibration and it's calling us home to that very deep part of ourselves at this point.
0: Yes, that is so beautiful. And, you know, um, that is, again, as we say, just feeling into that, it feels so precious because we've forgotten it for so long. And so when you feel into the womb and you go into the womb, I know you do a lot of healing around this, but what would be some of the things that would disturb that womb, the the womb, the creation of the mother? Would it be our experiences um, with the womb? Would it be our shutting down the heart? Is the heart connected to the womb? Um, And is it a mindset, would you say, that keeps us away from the womb? In some ways,
1: it's all those things in the sense that there is trauma, and the uh, the memory, the cellular memory in the body that holds uh, the traumatic memory and the places where we have blocks to returning or to being able to be in that flow with the consciousness of the mother. And in the ways that I, uh, the way I see it, is that uh, the head, the heart, the belly, or the womb has really been recognized in many traditions. But uh, the heart is where the masculine, feminine kind of come together. The womb is clearly the mother, the feminine consciousness, and the masculine comes through the mind. And that balance—I mean, the whole body is really being asked to come into balance. But that balance is held by the vibration of the heart, basically. And we've often thought that it's just about the heart, but both the the, the heart and the, the womb hold the divine feminine, just that the, the womb holds much more of the mother consciousness. And in terms of the blocks, it is really many of the violations that have happened on this planet that have separated us from, uh, that the womb consciousness or the depths of love you could say this is the feminine of love and that we have we have uh, the return is can be very painful because these violations are held as blocks and we don't even realize that we're numb to that so there's that level and then there's also a lot of belief systems and and programming that tell that tell us to devalue that part of ourselves when in fact both are meant to be held equally masculine feminine and it is the feminine that's meant to lead and that's part of the reason that the feminine is now surfacing and we are called to recognize that balance within the body to recognize that the body has that consciousness and is trying to teach us what is balance in the body so we can be in vibrant health basically
0: Beautiful. And so if we are feeling into the body, can you, we're going to do an activation with you. They're so wonderful. Um, your, your healing transmissions really, but as we are learning to embrace the living consciousness of the mother in our womb, what's required here? Um, how do we begin to listen to the body? How do we begin to you know, if it if it's all in the mind, we can see that um, our thoughts we can get run we can run it get our thoughts can run away with our um, faculties here, and the heart listening to the heart that's one thing, but listening to the womb then and the mother, what is required to make that more known to each of us?
1: I think that's a great question, because we um, have been, I mean, I think many of us know about the heart and about feelings, emotions, allowing the flow of that instead of of, of of suppressing it, squelching it, denying it. But beyond that, there's also the body's symptoms, the body's intelligence that oftentimes it's through physical symptoms that we recognize uh, that there's an issue, but actually All of it is one, even with our life events that are that are uh, bringing up uh, the body works. The body is a living consciousness. It's a vibrational field. And so it's working in concert with whatever arises in your life, like life events, problems with your relationship, your job, your, you know, uh, whatever is arising. But in particular, our health and the uh, issues that arise in the body it is to really, you know, most of the time our conditioning is let's get rid of that symptom. Let's get rid of that problem. It's a very masculine actually approach. to just cut it off, push it away, reject it. If it's a problem, you know, uh, the, the body is the problem. The body is a physical machine. And in fact, it's vibrational intelligence of the consciousness of the whole. So uh, it is about paying attention to what is arising tightness contraction in the body or even physical symptoms physical diagnoses are really nothing other than uh, an accumulation of symptoms that have been ignored for a very long time and so um it it ultimately is about Embracing those symptoms instead of rejecting and pushing away, but opening to, surrendering to, let me listen to what this is about, let me hear what you are saying to me, call in the mother, ask for guidance to start to be working in alignment with the body rather than uh, saying, you know, body's bad and wrong. Let me get, you know, if we have a breast issue here, just cut that off, there's not a problem, cut out, whatever. That That is so uh, disrespectful of the sacredness of, of our bodies, basically. So uh, it's what we've learned and it's how we've been conditioned. And it doesn't mean we don't have a transition, but you begin somewhere in part biggest beginning is to surrender, to embrace what's happening, instead of trying to control and dominate and push away like we've been conditioned to do, basically.
0: Yes, we've been conditioned to do that. And um, let's say someone has a physical symptom, and they go to the doctor, let's just use an example. And um, the doctor um that whole experience could put fear in people in itself, right? And so if someone is going through this, what is the best way for them to approach that? Um, You know, not to shy away from the medical field, but how to be in balance with the medical field for something physical, but yet learning to listen to our body. So it really is tuning in so deeply and then be be ready to hear the answer. That might be the challenging part for people. How How do they really trust what they're getting? Right.
1: It is the challenging part because one thing to embrace, and I would say embrace with compassion. It really is about bringing the heart. This is where the heart really needs to be involved because most of the times we judge our bodies and we think, oh, it's not keeping up. It's not measuring up. It's not, you know, it doesn't look the way it should look, et cetera. Instead of embracing with great compassion, tenderness, really just being uh, in in concert with it and understanding that it is simply trying to align us with balance, align us with the cosmic flow in a sense. It's not trying to make our lives miserable. But part of the problem is most people do actually at some level uh, hear the guidance or they feel intuitively something or instinctively something, but we've been also programmed to, to devalue that And if the doctor says something and I'm not, I really have nothing against any of the uh, healing modalities per se, but the, by far the greatest healing modality is ourselves tuning into becoming the essence of love that we are and trusting that implicitly way more than anything that is going on outside of us. And that's a big leap. So it takes, it's a transition. So when we first start, we do both. We go to the doctor or the acupuncturist or whatever. And we also tune into our body and learn to start working with the vibration of the body and the messaging, the instinctual, the the intuitive guidance we're getting for our bodies, but also our feelings, because truly our feelings, emotions are showing us where we're blocked and so much of the time uh, emotions are simply meant to be a portal a pathway that emotional pain is a pathway into being part of the flow it, all it is, is a is a pointer show you the way feel this feeling and the flow will reopen
0: instead of
1: uh rejecting it
0: so it's a little bit of all of that yes i love that feel the feeling and we've talked about this before where some would have a resistance to feeling the feeling because of a concern that if we feel into that feeling, we'll go into that deep abyss of despair. And so when, when you feel into the feeling, what's that like for you? It, 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 can you describe how it, because we're feeling into it, the awareness of it, allows that to dissipate pretty quickly. It's remarkable how quickly that could disappear. Yeah. So yes,
1: I, I totally, uh, I, I couldn't agree more, but I have to tell you that when I first started and, and truly, I think this is true for most people, you get better and better at it. Initially you do resist, you dance on top of it for a long time because it. we've been really conditioned and and uh, a program to to uh, diminish that because it's not orderly, because it's not something we can control, because it might lead to, to feelings of despair. But I think the distinction, compassion is really important. The part of the issue is when we get into self-pity or feeling sorry for ourselves or feeling uh, victimized by whatever is happening, then you're actually coming back into the mind and creating a judgment about what's happening and feeling is extremely pure, even though we we uh, have put so many stories on it. Truth is what you're saying about just feel that feeling. And, and I don't mean to minimize it because some of them are really deep, um, is is that you are given what you can handle in any given moment. And so you feel what is, what is arising, but as soon as we put a story on it, especially if it's connected with, um, victimization, self pity, then we start to, uh, there's a judgment, there starts to be a separation in that and, and it is really about coming back to purity and just staying out of the mind letting the heart lead us in this in this journey, and it is You don't have to do it perfectly at first. You just do the best that you can. And eventually it gets easier and easier because you start to have rewards. Like you start to go, whoa, that feels so much better than when I was in separation and when I was avoiding and and evading this this particular uh, issue or
0: feeling. Okay, very good point because um, yeah, all right. The pity party like I call it a pity party, we've all had those, Um, comes from the judgment, the judgment that we're doing something wrong, or um, something's wrong with us, or we're not good enough, that sort of thing, but if we just feel with compassion, you helped explain that very well, And so in this episode, we're gonna do, you're gonna do a little healing, mini healing session for us. It really is extraordinary to to witness you doing this. We're gonna take callers. So if those in our audience would like to ask Grace a question, that'll happen after the transmission. But let's talk about the um, balancing the masculine and the feminine portals in the body. Let's begin there and then we can do, um, your healing session.
1: Okay. Uh, well the, the, uh, I've worked with this obviously for quite a while. And, and as a feminine Christ, part of the Christ consciousness is really about the balance always about the balance. And, and as it pertains to the body, as I said, there's three main energy portals in the body, the head, the heart, the belly or the womb. And so, um, in the way that, I mean, we've all been programmed to think that the pineal, et cetera, is the responsible. But when it comes to the body, the head portal is really uh, a balancing of the pineal and the pituitary. And the pituitary is uh, basically in charge of the endocrine systems, so all the hormonal systems. And so uh, right now there's a major transition happening with humanity where our eyes, which have been the main portal of the masculine and are our, our almost uh, our allegiance to what we can see as what we can believe. And instead, making a transition into believing the things that are happening on our in the inner planes, and that's actually the pituitary. So the pituitary is growing, and the pineal is softening to allow this dance between the two of them, this beautiful figure eight. And this is a lot of calcification between the two. So that portal is is uh, being healed, and I do a lot of work with this because the eyes have so many veils of not seeing. Uh, the feminine, that the in the physicality of of growing into the embodied, really you could say fifth dimensional being or the embodied crystalline being, we need to have a much better balance here. And uh, with the heart, it is the high heart, is the thymus, it's the feminine, it's the receiver of. Of the the cosmos basically and then the physical heart which everyone knows about is the is the one that does the loving where the thymus is the receiver more vulnerable it is the the divine feminine so again it's a dance of creating a balance between these two And in the womb, there is a connection with the coccyx, which is the the tail. Also consider that the uh, mother, the womb connection. And then the spine, which is the masculine. This comes together. I'm getting chills as I'm telling you this because this, this connection also needs to be inner outer, like paying attention to the inner flow that's arising from the earth, simultaneously being aware that we need to live in this outer world as embodied beings who are in touch with one with the flow that's arising from within, because we've been conditioned to live based on what the outer is telling us we should be versus being true to that inner uh, energy or the inner flow that's so beautiful but it is often opposed to what's happening on the outer not necessarily something people are going to embrace if we start changing our ways
0: basically oh wow really fascinating about each of those three centers and you bring up something very interesting with the coccyx the it's the tailbone is that right, right? that's right so um Wow, give me your take on this because, wow, I think when I was, um, I wanna share a little story that explains the physical, but it was related to something happening in my life at the time. And it probably was stuck emotions. So when I was a kid, I was playing on a patch of ice like Dorothy Hamill, right? We used to love playing Dorothy Hamill. And I slipped and I fell. And I didn't realize until, wow, decades later, that that fall caused uh, the the coccyx to be crooked. And there you go. And when that was healed, things started changing in my life. Things started opening up in my life. Uh, Many, many sessions with a chiropractor corrected that. But I find that fascinating. Would something like that, and and so then at the time I was sad over my grandmother's passing. So it could have been stuck emotion or something. What do you think was going on there? Well, any accident that happens
1: in your life is really already happening at an energetic vibrational level. This is why I say the feminine needs to lead. So the more conscious we become of the inner world, the less drama and and circumstances we need to create on the outer because we're attuned, right? Because we are in balance, because we are aligned. So um, oftentimes an accident is just calling us to the place where we're out of balance, like saying there's... There's uh things here that haven't been reconciled and it's important that you do so now. I mean, that there's no longer a delay in a way. But the Coccyx is is evolutionarily the place where um we did have a tailbone and it it is connected to uh the um the, the mother consciousness basically. So your grandmother, it's also connected to your maternal lineage, right? So when there was uh, something there that needed to be healed and probably you were being called to do that piece of healing for the lineage, uh, it w- was calling you to the attention to the coccyx to uh, open the portals in a sense of some kind of blockage that's been happening there probably for a very long time, probably for lifetimes in your lineage. And, and that would enhance your capacity, in a sense, to feel all of that uh, flow in this life. And so it was, it, it was like really calling for your immediate attention to this matter, which obviously the pain of breaking a coccyx will bring you. To, to to that. And so the coccyx, uh, it's interesting, really, that it is also the connection to animal consciousness or our animal nature, in a sense. And so it's a really important part of our anatomy, and certainly of our spiritual anatomy to connect to be connected to that and to be connected to the mother consciousness through that. It also helps us to become one with animal consciousness and to be able to commune with animals, etc. And we're really flowing through uh, the
0: coccyx wow okay thank you for explaining that that was just a little example of you know how this works let's go into a healing session with you so that we can begin to embrace this living consciousness within us and to balance it out thank okay. you okay let's see what thank we you. can do here i'm gonna play a little music Lorette. So do you know about original sound for musicians on Zoom? Yeah, I'm going to turn on the original sound for musicians. Perfect, okay. Okay, I'm going to invite everyone
1: to close your eyes. And just to start breathing softly, gently into the heart. Just bringing your awareness, your focus into the heart. And letting aside, just putting aside any other concerns, the things you've been worried about, everything you've been carrying, and just bringing yourself fully present here into this present moment. Just allowing that to fall away easily and effortlessly and bringing your full attention your full focus into the heart relaxing the ribs the shoulders the diaphragm as you take deeper and deeper breaths into the heart and just softening here And with your awareness here, noticing the spirals, the deeper spirals of the heart and allowing yourself to just gently transform into a beautiful leaf that's following the rhythm, the call of the mother and just following these beautiful spirals into the heart. And just dropping gently and effortlessly. and feeling increasingly the call, the deeper call here, the ease with which your being knows where you're going. Taking a very deep breath and opening now the crown chakra and just opening to this beautiful downpouring of these tiny crystals that are pure white light their radiance their blessings and just opening the crown chakra to this beautiful cosmic energy this cosmic intelligence and in allowing these crystals to just flow gently softly down the heart line, just right down the center, just allowing yourself to breathe gently and continue to allow this downpouring of this beautiful crystalline light, the deeper awareness deeper intelligence of your own Cosmic Self. We call in here the beauty and the grace of the stars, the Milky Way. Just opening this beautiful Cosmic Energy Allowing it to just flow into the heart. but just start washing around in the heart with ease and with grace. No efforting here. Allowing any obstructions, anything that may appear in the heart line and any of the chakras, just to be washed away with this brilliant white light. In the throat. Opening and as you do, allowing even a greater and greater flow to build in the heart line and into the heart. And now bringing your focus, allowing this to continue to happen, knowing, trusting the cosmic will here, the cosmic intelligence to continue to wash and cleanse the upper chakras. And flowing into the heart with greater and greater ease. And we bring our focus now into the womb, into the lower pelvis. Just with our breath willing to open and starting to swirl in the spiral of the womb, this multi-dimensional stargate. And here noticing the darker energies, the black womb of nothingness and feeling perfectly comfortable knowing this is a part of your very being, a part of the balance of the knowing, the alignment with the Deep Mother. Allowing yourself to just gently spiral with the Mother. Starting to feel her warm embrace, her gentle compassion just being enfolded here in the womb of love. even deeper following the spiral even deeper into the darkness of no thing and bringing your focus to the coccyx to the root chakra allowing these beautiful spirals of the mother's intelligence and love Simply wash away any and all obstructions or blocks to wholeness, to oneness, to vibrational communion with Mother Earth. Just allowing this process to unfold. No need to control or know how to do it, allowing the mother's intelligence and wisdom to just take over. Allowing this opening into the coccyx, into the root, just swirling and this beautiful cleansing energy opening here to the sacred waters and opening to the element of water. opening to the crystalline consciousness of water. And as this portal opens, just receiving the love of Mother Earth, opening to receive this very generous and forgiving and loving presence. The depth of wisdom of the ages that is one with the womb of Sophia, the womb of the Cosmic Mother. Just allowing yourself to spiral as deep as feels comfortable. Allowing the sacred waters now to carry you into this deep embrace of the Mother. Allowing the cells of your body to awaken and to resonate this deep vibrational intelligence, wisdom. Beyond words, beyond any mental concepts, opening to eternal love, forgiveness. The caress, very gentle caress of the mother's love. Allowing the cells to be bathed and swept into this beautiful embrace of the mother. In particular, anywhere in the body that holds tightness, just allow it now to be bathed in this beautiful essence of the mother. We call in the energy of forgiveness Allowing forgiveness to sweep through and cleanse all the places we've been unable to hold or to forgive ourselves or another through many generations. And allow this to cleanse and to purify this beautiful vibration. essence of the mother, to just purify all those places that we've held on to resentment, and to grudges, to judgment, just allowing those now to melt and to purify. No effort in here. Surrendering and allowing and really noticing if anywhere in the body is calling for even a deeper bath, a deeper immersion into the waters of the mother and just organically effortlessly allowing that to unfold. Awakening the intelligence of the cells to this remembrance of the deeper communion and us with the mother. Remembering our origins. Remembering this deep place of union with our beloved mother. pulse from deep, deep, deep in the mother's womb starting to rise like a beautiful fountain embracing and collecting and purifying as she rises from deep in the earth and up and through the coccyx the root chakra, completely immersing, enveloping, purifying, swirling energy in the womb, in the lower pelvis, allowing our hips, the lower backbone, to just be immersed in this beautiful and soft, gentle, embrace of the mother, just allowing the waters to wash through, cleanse any and all blocks, challenges, fears, just allowing them to just fall into. Not knowing how to do this, just allowing them to be submerged in the mother. Noticing also as this energy is filling the bones and the legs all the way down the legs. This beautiful energy just swirling, clearing, cleansing all of our disconnection, our fears, our lack of trust in the mother, just allowing that to be. And noticing the momentum is gaining of the mother's love. Mother's purity as it starts to rise up the hara line, cleansing and purifying any and all obstructions in the hara line. In particular, noticing and allowing the cleansing and purification of the kidneys. recognizing and bowing with great gratitude and love to the kidneys for their role in keeping balance in the body and then moving through the solar plexus portal and into the heart just allowing this beautiful fountain of joy of love gentleness of compassion so much love to just sweep into the heart and continue its cleansing and purifying as it merges and joins with the beautiful energy of the white crystalline essence of the divine father the divine masculine And then noticing that this energy together turns into a rainbow and crystalline energy of pureness, of vitality, of so much joy, of vibrancy, of health, wholeness, and allowing that to swirl around in the heart, and the expanded heart just expanding it as far as you are able in this moment, just to let it expand and embrace the whole body in this beautiful rainbow crystalline energy that purifies, cleanses, loves, restores, nurtures and fulfills all your dreams. your intentions for health, for vitality, for abundance, for a fullness in life. Just allow yourself to be merged in this beautiful rainbow and crystalline light and energy throughout the body, grounded deeply in Earth, receiving the profound intelligence of the cosmos and simultaneously being fully in your body, you your vibrant and healthy joyful body and resting here for a moment in deep gratitude for this opportunity to become embodied, to be one with the cosmos as a cosmic being embodied on earth in love with mother earth and in love with the stars. For a moment, resting here, allowing some time for integration, taking a deep breath and receiving this balanced and aligned self, and softly and gently returning to your body as you've known it. Retaining this memory, this awareness of yourself as a multidimensional being, much, much greater than what you've known and just willing to be open to and surrendered to embody even greater wholeness, greater balance, greater alignment this day and every day. Bowing in deep and reverential gratitude to Mother Earth. To the Great Mother. To the Divine Father. And slowly and gently, when you're ready, opening your eyes. Just a softness in the gaze and allowing yourself to... To be present to both the inner and the outer simultaneously, which is our divine design. And I encourage everyone to take a drink of water and to drink plenty of water this day. To allow the continued integration.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. That was so beautiful, truly feeling the crystalline light coming in, spiraling into our bodies. When we got to the heart, I immediately just felt a huge heart opening and that was confirmation for me. That was the experience And then in the womb, wow. It made me remember how I mm, this is going to get personal. Did I reject the womb? Or have I given up on the womb? My son is adopted. Um, I've never had children, so I think I gave up on the womb. And here in this episode, I felt that again, and that is so remarkable because whether we're a male or a female, we have this, right? Right, that's right. And so, yeah, go ahead.
1: Everyone, I mean, men have, we're also born of a womb, right? And we've been many genders in all of our lives. And so this memory uh, of the mother consciousness is really uh, in all of ourselves whether we're male or female
0: in all of ourselves and so as that expanded out into all of ourselves there was a a vibrancy i think that's the word you use there was a bright a vibrancy and the the pure joy of that bu- bubbling back up through the heart was so beautiful thank you and so Wonderful. that is our multi dimensional experience of that frequency. And so in the face of everything, in every day, in every moment, if we wake up in a mindset that has us worried just to come back to this light and work with this light, what a beautiful lesson this was today. What a gift, yes. It
1: is truly all all inside, and I think whenever there is something emerging and we're having a hard day or there's experiences happening that feel really challenging, most of the time it's a past life experience, the vibration of which is up in our field, and we're simply called to feel deeply what's emerging instead of trying to get away from it by distracting and keeping busy, et cetera, so that we can, I mean, that's the way to move through it quickly. Otherwise we spend days, weeks, months, trying right. not to feel, trying not to be present to what's arising. And truly we have a lot of wound trauma, many, many, I mean, tons of uh, gestational trauma, rapes, etc. cetera. Uh, it, it's the list is endless. However, um, This is available to all of us to heal this now. That's what's so exciting uh, about healing all of this. And I'm just really grateful to be doing this work of clearing the trauma of the womb, so powerful. There is no power greater than the power of the mother and of her love.
0: Well, we really felt this today uh, and it's so beautiful. There's beautiful comments coming in as well. Sherry says, holy presence. Arietta says, wow, so wonderful and so needed. Deeply grateful. Beautiful, thank you, Arietta. Suriland says, thank you. This found my inner bounce, I call it. Not just my crown and brow chakras are pulsating. Beautiful. Sherry says, I felt like I was inside the womb. Yes, that that is so wonderful. Okay, awesome. Thank you, everyone. So here is a, a question. We, we're going to take questions now. And if you have a question for Grace or you want her to assist you with anything, an understanding, please raise your hand. First, we're going to go to our Q&A box. This is from Tammy. I have a question about womb relationships. I feel like I love my womb. I appreciate all the work it's done for me my entire life. I had easy periods and love the feeling inside my womb that came with it. However, I've had a bad relationship with my mother for pretty much my entire life. And now I have a challenging relationship with my daughter only for the past three years. Do you feel that this is a womb issue or something else? And she adds, I've had great relationships with all the men in my life.
1: Well, first of all, Tammy, I'm appreciating that you have had, I mean, what a blessing, right? To have a good relationship with your womb uh, physically, at least in in what appeared the physicality, etc. And simultaneously, there's clearly uh, issues in the maternal lineage here that go well beyond this life. Uh, of the daughter and uh, the mother relationships are, I'm really glad that you're bringing this up because it really um, emphasized what I'm saying, that the outer is reflecting. There is no separation between what's happening with the womb and those relationships. So the womb is basically calling the, the maternal lineage up for healing, and it is in healing those relationships, which oftentimes means that there's something within you that's not in balance in terms of the masculine uh, feminine, probably the feminine, um, that is a habituated way that you are not allowing uh, the, the feminine to emerge or be expressed, and it could be being vulnerable, being in your feelings, in, in your truth, um, I don't, I don't know, but I I suspect that there's something there that is blocking that. And I would just say, don't, don't give up because there's there you this is up so you can heal it. And and I'm really, you know, it's just wonderful that you can see that there's relationship issues, and both of those are uh, so important uh, for you to reconcile. I actually teach a self-love class, which is largely about the masculine, feminine, how to bring that into balance in our relationship with ourselves. And that might be an avenue for you to learn what is it, because it's about the relationship of the masculine, feminine that, that is really um, being called forth here. I'm sure it's the maternal lineage. It needs some healing. mm
0: mm-hmm. Thank you for that. And Tammy, I have allowed you to unmute yourself if you wanted to add a comment. You are welcome to do so. It's not a requirement, but you have the ability to unmute yourself if you feel like sharing anything more. Okay.
1: And the other thing is, if you speak, uh, oftentimes or I can I can feel your vibration, and oftentimes it comes through in your voice. I can feel where the blocks are. I can I? Uh, it happens in my own body, because we
2: are one. I have unmuted. I think I have anyways. Hi, yes, you have You can hear me? Yes. Yes. Um, That's basically the situation. I worked hard to have a good relationship with my daughter because I didn't want it to follow the same pattern as with my mother. And ultimately, it fell apart, even though I, I worked hard at it.
1: Yeah, and as we're speaking, Tammy, I'm, I'm wondering if you're aware, can bring your awareness into uh, the... Ooh, there's blocking in the right hip, and there's also um, some uh, fuzziness, and I would say stuck energy in the left, uh, not so much in the left hip, but into the left femur. And these are likely blocks that are the, the flow is not completely open in your left leg, which is the divine feminine. And, um, and it's not going all the way down and into the earth. That's what I'm seeing, it's blocking. And by the time you get to the knee, there's not a lot of energy flowing through there. So this is, uh, I would say some level of violation that's happened uh, in the right hip. This is oftentimes um, deep, Um, masculine what I call rogue masculine because I love the divine masculine but rogue masculine override of the feminine and it's causing blocking in the left uh, the flow of the left uh, the feminine and so both of these relationships are bringing your attention to this this blocking in a sense so I would actually encourage you to seek out some uh, trauma healing and, and try to open this flow in the left uh, left leg because it it actually holds the key. And once you're cleared in a sense, and you do your part for this lineage, those relationships can shift, and most likely will.
2: Okay. Well, I will certainly look into that and try and figure my way through it because I want right. to heal yeah. these relationships. I thank appreciate you so that. much.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for asking.
2: So, Tammy,
0: I have a question. Did okay. you? Does this relate, do you feel anything in your, le- like, are you aware of that block in your left leg?
2: Um, it? Not in my left. I have had a hernia in my right, the femoral. I have had a hernia repair in my right side. So I, I, that what would have been a block that I had for several years, but I've had that repaired. I'm not like my hips don't ache, you know, nothing on me aches. I'm lucky to be in, in good condition, but, um, no, I'm not familiar or aware of my left side at all being blocked up.
1: Well, let me just also say that having a hernia repair is, a, is, is wonderful. It gives you some comfort, but it, is, it doesn't necessarily heal the deeper uh, vibrational issues that are held there. And even as we're talking, I'm feeling the energy is, is starting to move into the left leg. So I'll keep working this while we're here on the uh, on the call and actually probably into the next day or so i'll continue to work this with you
2: tammy Uh, i appreciate that but i would like to point out though with the hernia that a lot of that is a masculine attitude of thinking that i can do way more than what i should be doing in this physical body it's a you know i can lift that i can push that i can move it until i broke something in my body basically And I was aware of that when I did it because my husband's always saying, stop doing stuff. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to ask for help every time I need something done. So that is sort of an over-masculine kind of way of being that I do have. Yes, it is, Tammy. And I
1: appreciate your awareness. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) Knowing when to ask for help and being willing to do that without a judgment that we're somehow less than when we're doing that. is is part of the flow and increasing the flow within yourself, basically.
2: Okay, I'm working on that.
1: (laughs) Thank you so
0: much. (laughs) Thank you, Thank you, you, Tammy. Okay, beautiful. Next, we're going to go to Entelecki. Randy, I know that's you. Hi, Randy. You can unmute yourself. How are you? Hello. Hi. Hi.
3: I got my first remote energy work certification 25 years ago. And, and the experience I'm having now with you is, uh, is on a level um pretty much speechless with. I was hoping uh, if you have any insight on my unique healing journey.
1: that's a complex question. I would have to know a little bit more about you. Are you feeling anything in your body right now? That point? Okay. Can you just speak a little bit to some of those things? Is this okay, Lauren?
0: Yes, please do. I
1: think are feeling is also true for the field. So it's not like it's just your thing. Everyone is having some level of whatever it is you're experiencing. So just tell me a little bit about what's going on in your body.
3: Uh, it's, I feel like I'm like a sun, and the energy, the way I'm moving it with my heart, uh, isn't just necessarily a vertical, it's also horizontal, uh, like, a, like a toroid, but it's like, it's like, I feel the energy moving, but it's like radiating. And emanating like this pump.
1: Well, that sounds beautiful. I'm not hearing anything about stuck stuck energy or anything that feels uncomfortable. Is that is that accurate? Yes. Okay, well that, then I think uh, you're you're doing okay. I would say you're doing okay. Unless there's something specific that's bothering you, I probably won't be uh there probably won't be anything that I can specifically tell you.
3: I'm dealing with nerve damage from uh, FQAD taking level and sympra. So dealing with that all over. Demyelination everywhere like MF.
0: Nerve damage from FQAD. Is that what you said?
3: Yeah. And uh it's it's like uh demyelination a sensation it feels like I'm learning to heal it and yet it's so pretty overwhelming been dealing with 18 years i've learned so much oh my god i've learned so much on this journey
1: which is the beauty of the things that happen in our body even though they're uncomfortable Uh, i Uh, had um lyme disease with uh ongoing sciatica and neuropathy in my legs uh yeah that through my uh crystalline transition and i can say that it it really uh Part of what's happening is that everyone's nerves are going through a transition that creates uh, feelings of could even be diagnosed as neuropathy. I'm not saying yours is, but I'm just saying that oftentimes we have a rawness in the nerves because the nerves are, are softening and learning to be in flow rather than the individuated identity. All of it's reflected in the body. The nerves have to, have to soften to receive a lot more transmission basically from the universe. And so in that process, we can go through a lot of shifts in our nerves that are unusual and don't have a name in a way. And so it can be a little uh, disconcerting. So in addition to what you're describing, I would guess from everything I'm feeling in my body as you're talking that there there's a whole lot of that going on as well. And it does require actually just such compassion and embrace and allowing uh, the opening into the multidimensionality, which is a different experience in a different way that the nerves in our body have to hold that. And it's really the nerves are kind of front line. Of, of that transition
3: it's easy to say that what's already happened and what's happening is way more than oh, I came for and more it's easy to say that really you're uh, you're bringing through energy and consciousness that uh' it, it's beyond the beyond it's uh, it's it's beautiful and uh I'm gonna bow out all this opportunity Thank you for being you. It was one of the best experiences ever for me.
1: Thank you, love.
0: Thank you for receiving. Thank you, Randy. Yes. Peace, peace. Randy, we have called you a saint many times because of this journey that you've been on for so long. And so... um, uh, Don't give up. Um, Grace, what do you have to say? We won't go into sharing too much about Randy's story here in this public space, but what would you say about holding compassion in the face of everything all the time and not giving up ever, Um, You know, maybe we get to a point and we just wanna throw our hands up and say, I can't do it anymore. Um, What would you say to that? What's the protocol in that experience?
1: Well, it's actually, uh, you know, I went through an illness that took me 12 years to heal and I was literally crippled and in pain, that tremendous pain uh, for most of that time, uh, back pain and neuropathy. And uh, I was having infection upon infection upon infection because the immune system, nervous systems are the two systems that are primarily affected uh, in our transition. I mean, really need to go through quite a transition and so i reached many points of despair of really just wanting to give up until i recognized that these spirals really literally the mother's consciousness continues to bring up issues from past lives so something that seems like when uh, sinking into despair for example i'll tell you about my own life my mother died when i was two and the and i was never allowed to grieve that and so it went I, uh, I, it, when it started to come up, when it started to heal my body, there was such huge grief about it, and I would go into despair. And then I would get, in fact, some kind of infection, cold, flus, shingles, some kind of infection. And eventually, uh, and it would come up, and it would come up, and it would come literally for over a decade, and I would think, Am I not done already? It would, it, because I would really get into despair. And it wasn't until pretty much my transitioning to Christ consciousness, where the spiral had gone so deep that I finally, and it was literally Jesus and Mary Magdalene came in and held me in this experience, where I recognized that the depths of that despair actually were birthed. And this is true for everyone uh, that that we go through those spirals of despair until we get to the point. And for me, it was uh, the crucifixion and the remembrance of the crucifixion. And I was imprisoned after the crucifixion. And I, I was taken to a scene where I was just, I felt overwhelming despair that uh, my brother, who was Jesus, had been had been crucified. And that depth of feeling that, and it literally went deep into the womb, into the coccyx, into the earth. When I started to really experience that, it didn't go over. I mean, it wasn't one experience I had to feel it many times but when that cleared that was the end of despair and because then I understood that it's okay to feel despair that there's actually deeper spirals and that there's an end to it there's an end to it and there's a purpose to it because we're feeling something we didn't resolve in a past life and so when I realized that then I didn't get into as much self-pity and and, and victimization which uh, actually does slow us down and I got it, I was able to just flow so much better. And literally, after my Kundalini rising experience, I no longer actually sank into the same levels of despair, even though my health issues were overwhelming and I was very crippled, bedbound for many years. I hope that helps, Randy.
3: I understand what you said um, about there's an end. There's an end. And there's a purpose.
1: And there's a purpose.
3: That that's, that's the money shot right there.
0: Yes. Thank you, Randy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for sharing. And we do hope this helps.
3: You said it first, that it was the divine uh, Christ energy or something like that.
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: It's, I feel pretty good. I got to say, all my experience, this is definitely one of the best ever. Thank you. I love you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Randy. Thank you. Thank you. And so, Grace, I'm not the only one. I'm sure Randy wants to know more. I think we all want to know more. Can you share your experience of the? crystalline consciousness transition the kundalini rising the christ consciousness experience going through that illness you just surrendered to it what happened there
1: well i was ill obviously for uh literally 10 12 almost 12 years but uh, and i you know one of the things that this is one of the reasons i have such such great reverence for the wisdom of the body because I would read things on the internet and expect certain things. For example, in my transition into Christ consciousness, it was literally like this bolus, it was on my birthday, this bolus of energy rose from the womb, from the coccyx, and it it uh, moved up and moving through the solar plexus into the heart. It represented the letting go of the love of power the divinization of my body and in moving into the power of love, like really becoming surrendered to the power of love. And then I got, this is your Christ birth, which um, I, was a two-step process. And then uh, then I moved through the levels of Christ consciousness at various, uh, at each equinox, each solstice, because the Christ consciousness is deeply connected with the earth. And then, uh, then my crystalline transition again happened the final part of it at my birthday, but it took, uh, there, it was a 30 day process where I literally was in another realm and all this rainbow swirling energy was moving around. I still had some pain at that point. And this is one of my disappointments that when I am birthed into Christ consciousness, they gave me the names each time because I didn't have a teacher <laughs> of what level of Christ consciousness was that I was moving into each equinox, each solstice my consciousness and my capacity for healing really increased, uh, I can't even tell you, exponentially. And so when the moment, I didn't even know that that's what was happening, but I got that it is complete. And literally, uh, uh, my birthday's on December 14th and December 12th is the feast day of Our Lady of Guadalupe. And Mother Mary has been my eternal mother. And she appeared to me as Our Lady of Guadalupe and her total radiance of the rainbow her rainbow body, which is what all the, that stuff surrounding her is, which I didn't realize at the time. And she held her hand out to me and said, uh, I'm your eternal mother, it is your time. And and I just moved into this swirl of crystalline light with her. And a white buffalo woman, who's one of my soul aspects, had did this intense healing for probably two weeks before that, where I was taken into medicine circle every night Uh, with her, either as the white buffalo woman or she I was on this slab and all this drumming was going on and my sinuses and my nose just got totally, uh, I could smell the ceremonial cedar and uh, at one point she was running all this peyote through my body. It was all etheric. But I was literally in another round. There was water just pouring down over my house. It would be beautiful outside, but I could see water on all all the windows, et cetera. It's like having superimposed experiences. And it was washing away my genetic codes, basically, the biologic codes. And the light codes were awakening in me so that on my birthday... Uh, I just uh, came into this uh, beautiful rainbow body and I could feel the light coats pulsating and they basically pushed out this disease that was in my genetic lineage. It's an autoimmune disease, but I also had Lyme disease. It was a horrific time and um, I just had to just hold strong. The healing is complete. That's what they said. And since then my body has been healed, but I've become vibrationally everyone and everything. So I I pick up on things that are happening all over the planet in my body, because my body is not this physical vessel. And so I'm always transmuting, purifying that. That's what I spend most of my time doing.
0: That is so remarkable. My goodness, thank you for sharing that again. It is inspirational. For those who are going through challenges with the physical, and and maybe we don't even have to go through challenges with the physical. It's just showing us how we surrender to the energies of the divine feminine, how we surrender and be in the flow with it. It really is beautiful. I love that story. And I know we're all saying, wow, I want that. I want that. I want that. Did you think you were going crazy at one point or did you Absolutely. know just
1: to soon? <laughs> <laughs> totally, are you kidding? I'm a nurse practitioner. I was trained to identify people with mental health issues. I mean, with the diagnostic criteria that's used by Western medicine, but I uh, certainly in my Kundalini, I thought this is like being bipolar. I, I, I am just blown out in this glory and this wonderful, I mean, just incredible energy pulsing through me and light and I couldn't almost sleep and and uh, and everything became a vibrational reality and I could no longer remember the life I had had or even my nurse practitioner skills literally it happened so dramatically for me and after that it was about just trying to um, uh, just trying to integrate that um, that that transition from outer focus to inner focus and valuing trusting, your, I mean, that's faith, like building that mm. muscle of faith that your body actually does know everything that's needed. And I really want to make this message clear to Randy that the body knows exactly what it's doing and that we continue to open to that wisdom. And that it, the transformation is that we have to trust that which is arising from within beyond anything that's arising from out here. It doesn't mean you ignore it. But you are one, you're You're true to that which is arising from within. Not what, what you've learned, your programming, etc. It's phenomenal. I mean, it's a very different trend. So that's a journey. People want an instant. I'm going to tell you that that Kundalini experience, <laughs> I was sure I was losing it because I could see vibration. Everything was vibration. The trees were talking to me. Stones were talking to me. That I mean, and this was a whole other world that i entered and then i couldn't go back i I couldn't go back and i knew that if i focused on that i would panic fortunately mary magdalene started walking with me and then i remembered all my life life the whole situation with her all these memories came back but she started walking with me and i didn't even know that i knew her previously and she started teaching me through all these experiences i had but that was then i had to really learn to trust that to trust that beyond what everyone was saying outside of me. And so having a physical illness, and then every time I saw the doctor, as you were saying, there was all this fear. And and I would, I, oh my God, I had to just go through so many layers of fear until I really came to the realization, not as a cerebral realization, but as a lived experience in my body of no fear, of trusting that that flow is what I truly am. It isn't that I'm... I'm uh, Connected to uh, other you know that that uh, there's anything to fear. I have I, and so the, that was part of the crystalline transition There's nothing to fear. There's only light and all my fears that were cellularly Retained from my feminine Christ previous lives Violations, etc. All of that had to melt and I had to really understand that there's only love. There's only light and And it cleared the cellular memory of fear from my body
0: Oh my goodness. Wow. What a journey. Again, thank you for sharing that beautiful story. I hope that you write a book on that someday or maybe you have written a book on it. That that's um, that that's a journey you are an ascension teacher sharing this story. That is really remarkable and many people will benefit from it. What a way shower you are. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank yeah. Me. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say that you do incredible teachings and incredible work. And you've got a way for people to work more closely with you. I think, um, you know, people on this watching this would would really benefit from it. I see some of our regulars, and I won't call any names, but you, you guys know who you are. You might benefit from a beautiful series of courses uh three three hour zoom classes that grace is doing called embodying christ consciousness and this is balancing the masculine and the feminine to heal the body and embrace union i'm going to put the link to this special offer in our zoom box you can also find it on this web page and wherever you're watching or listening to this program it's in the description box but this is really special because Grace, three hours with you, this has got to be very interactive and very healing for people. Tell us about this embodying Christ consciousness series that you've got.
1: Um, well, I I always have really gotten that I, I focus on the energies of the, the the solstices and the equinoxes because those are the most deeply connected with the mother, obviously, in the cosmos, and so it enhances my healing capacity but I am doing healing every day on uh, on the mother on the earth and uh, actually on on many many beings in the collective and so most of my work is actually unseen I periodically I come out and teach uh, teach a class so I, I am teaching at the equinox about how to how to come into that balance and recognizing and having uh, the awareness, the respect the reverence for the body. Uh, in that balancing of the masculine, feminine, because everything in the body reflects that 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 need for that balancing. Any imbalance is really just saying uh, that the the masculine, feminine isn't connected. So. Uh, in the I also do as soon as someone signs up for the class I they come into the healing vortex that I am and I start doing healing work with them every day. So that is really a very masculine feminine class because I'm doing the vibrational healing work. Actually I work I do healing work three to five hours a day, but I my being is constantly doing healing work. So I take you through quite a journey on the inner and then on the outer i try to teach you the principles uh, in the class and we also do a deep healing journey and it can be uh kind of intense in the body because being in that healing vortex of love the high vibration of that and because it's focused on healing can bring up a lot of symptoms and people have said, oh, Grace's class makes me feel symptomatic. And I'm like, no, I'm not bringing up the symptoms. The symptoms have always been there. It's just that you bring, bring up the awareness and purifying and clearing them. And so I give a, a, a big boost, acceleration and moving through some things in particular, because unconsciously we try to avoid a lot of that stuff and don't even realize that we are. So uh, in the healing field, there's no, can't hide from me. <laughs> hide <laughs> for me. So I work in concert with the soul, whatever the soul <laughs> wants to reveal, then maybe just a little bit more.
0: <laughs> yes, there is no hiding from grace. I know the last time you came on the show, you were like, Lorraine, are you okay? <laughs> you know, you can just see it, you can sense it, and that's what makes you such a beautiful healer, really in service in service for the divine feminine the mother christ consciousness it's so beautiful all right and so that those three sessions are wonderful and there's a two payment plan so that it's easy for you to invest in something like this this is like treatment this is i would say more important than chiropractic treatment, you know, to get the alignment all in. This gets us aligned and balanced within and your experience of Christ consciousness and your awakening to your crystalline shift. That's what you're assisting everyone else to do here now. And that is, again, so beautiful. So that's available. We were talking about actually option three on the special offer. And you've got a couple of other Um, items here as well smaller courses still as powerful and they are on well one is on the winter solstice the christmas celebration of love that's the feminine christ healing circle those are really popular with our audience and then of course you have a meditation an mp3 download of healing sexual trauma it's a guided meditation so share about uh, share more about either of those programs, if you'd like.
1: Well, you know, it was all, I, I understand people are really busy around Christmas, but I love the solstices, the power of the solstices. It literally just pumps through my body. So I want to offer something at that time. So I decided to make it a, a healing circle, but also Christmas is very meaningful to me because it it is is a celebration of the Christ consciousness. And so uh, I just... I often combine those two because they are both powerful. The whole planet, actually, because of the celebration of Christmas that Christianity holds, and that's not to say it's more powerful than other things, it just happens to be the lineage that I'm here uh, to represent, uh, that Christmas opens people's hearts. So there's a lot more openness to love and the healing of love and forgiveness in relationships. So So I just really emphasize that and and being able to heal more deeply uh the places where we're stuck basically that's a very powerful time to do it and i offered the meditation because so 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 many people have sexual trauma and have so much shame and hidden energy around it and even if it's an oftentimes dissociated disconnected don't know it's there so that's that's why I did that and actually I would like to I'm I'm thinking as you were speaking I thought I really need to put in a few more of the meditative experiences because uh, the healing really happens through those journeys that I provide and and I mean it happens uh, all along when there's classes I'm healing trauma and so the group field has an intelligence, I'm healing that trauma, but then I also am, am healing um, individuals come up when they have specific needs. So that soul is asking me for help with that particular piece, and it's often a, a trauma piece that's, that's being cleared. So it, 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 I just, I'm here to assist, to be a way shower, to really make your journey softer and a little gentler. It's a, not an easy journey right now, as we all know. And then just, I haven't put it up yet, but I am going to be teaching self-love again in the winter. And I think that's an excellent, I teach it from the very deepest level of the masculine feminine relationship within ourselves, which is where, uh, like for example, Tammy, really um, that would help for you to understand where you are demeaning or disowning and you already identified one of the places within yourself um, where there's an imbalance and you're aware of it.
0: Beautiful. All right. Thank you for sharing on ways that people can work with you. Again, those are beautiful programs and they're all available and we look forward for everyone joining into those. Wow. You know what? There's two more people that have questions. I know we're out of time, but we can go very quickly here as, as quickly as allowed by everyone Margaret, I'm gonna allow you to talk and I'm going to tell your question right now. Margaret says, I'm weeks away from left knee replacement. This symbolizes so much and relationship problems with my daughter. So um Margaret, you're unmuted. Hi. Um the
4: everything today was so right on my mother loved me, but was made my life miserable. My, da- my daughter refuses to, to even deal with her. And then I became my mother when my mother passed away, which was the opposite of what I ever wanted to do on this planet. And, and then the left knee has always been out of balance. One leg is shorter. And I come off as being both masculine and feminine. And that horrifies in a way like that's really good. You know, you're supposed to be balanced, but on a physical level, it confuses people. And, you know, and I'm not a lesbian, but people say, you're just not it And oh, my God. Anyway, any suggestions? I mean, this is all I s like I want to take these courses. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Thank you, love, you know. Uh, one of the great best things you can do, Margaret, is let those tears flow. Really, let the tears flow. No judgment about it, because that is one of the ways your body is clearing itself, is purifying, trying to bring you to uh, greater wholeness. Not only within your own body, but also um, with uh, the relationship with your daughter, your mother, when well, your mother's passed. But that, that the lineage thing, this is not dissimilar to what Tammy was talking about. The maternal lineage is really being emphasized now because we have been missing out on nurturance for so long. And we have all these judgments about the need for nurturance. We all need nurturance deeply, always, always. It doesn't go away when, when we grow up, as we have been taught, um, but I have to say there is definitely, as soon as you started talking, I could feel both of my hips, but particularly the left hip, um, a tremendous tightness in the hip, and again, down in the lower, there's there's a lack of flow in the left leg, which is all about the Divine Feminine. Uh, it's, it's, it's not connecting all the way into the earth. Now, um, the total knee is totally fine. We can continue to work with these deeper issues because... Uh, really, what your body is calling for uh, is is union, is oneness, is is to be able to be in that flow, and that flow is equal to health. That's that's really uh, the same thing as health. So anything we can do to enhance the flow certainly uh, increases increases your chances of having health and vitality, and ultimately, you will. You will. There is an end to all of this. So uh, I wish you well, Margaret, and I I would say let the tears flow. That's part of my emanation, part of what I provide is people start to feel all this, it's okay. It's okay, we've been so programmed. Doesn't matter how long they flow, just let them flow. Gotta really let the tears flow. And also let the laughter flow. We have so much constraint. Just let ourselves flow, move with with the energy instead of uh, being so contained and afraid thank you (laughs) thank you for the
0: question and for your presence love you bye thank you margaret i heard that (laughs) laugh i heard it (laughs) okay all right thank you margaret thank you All right. And we have time for one more. Thank you, Grace. This is Destiny. Destiny, I'm going to allow you to unmute, but I'm going to read your question. I was wondering if Grace could help me to have more fun while I'm healing and working through my stuff. And so Destiny wants to know what's going on with the lower body and feet. Destiny, hi. You could say hello.
5: Hi, Grace. Hi, dear. Hi, Lauren. Hi. Ah. I'm so grateful for, the, for this question. Cause um, today I've been working really hard at my health. And I've been dealing a lot with um, edema, I uh, like uh, from heart failure. And so <clears throat> I mean, I'm really working hard to get this straightened out. And I don't understand what's actually happening. So I was wondering if Grace could, Give me a little insight on how to make this easier and with more flow, <laughs> and not such a make it more of a pleasant experience. I
1: guess. <laughs> Once again, I would say thank you for your question. That there is a need to um, um, allow the flow, whether it's laughter or it's tears, all the same. Really, it's all the same. It's so interesting how we have. One or the other, but th- but to really as much as possible, it sounds like. I mean, as you're speaking, I could really feel your womb, so there's definitely clearly uh some congestion in the womb and into the left left side of your your hip, but the left pelvis. Um, so the flow obviously enhances our capacity to laugh and 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 have fun, etc., but also it calls for. Uh, allowing anything, all of it to emerge with no judgment. And um, the the lack of flow, which is uh, which is edema really here, there's a calling and I can feel this in the heart and into the womb um, to open the flow. And that means to be present in the moment as much as possible, rather than worrying about the future, which is easy to do when we have health issues. Believe me, I know. Just stay in the present moment, stay in the present moment. And you will notice that in the present moment, there are more opportunities for joy than you have realized because the mind is constantly taking you elsewhere. So your practice, I'm feeling it strongly, is that you stay in the present moment, open the womb, open the heart and the womb, but really the womb needs to connect into the earth and allow that flow to open in the legs in many ways because... um, there's a habituated way that's been shut off and you're certainly not alone but there's things there that really need to be uh cleared open to
5: oh thank you for that grace that makes a lot of sense you're um, so
1: welcome just try to stay in the present stay in the present that's where your power is that's where love is so uh, running running off into other directions doesn't really uh help that much honestly probably doesn't help hardly at all but we do a lot of it I'm actually also going to be teaching this uh, trauma healing starting next year so if anyone's interested you can write to me about or you can write to me because I would also like to spread the wealth like you learn to love yourself you learn to heal yourself you learn to clear your trauma
5: mm, yeah that'd be wonderful and yeah my mind it just been going 110 you know and it's like trying to fill it in my head up with all this bullshit and I just kind of want to shut it off so the best way to uh, do
1: when your mind gets involved that's where anxiety gets involved fear gets involved and you can track and track and track what you need to do is open 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 do you see and you can't open Uh, when uh, the contraction takes over. That's why it's such a practice to stay in the present moment and really pay attention to opening the heart and the womb into the earth, like really being connected through our lower body instead of um, racing into the mind contraction, which completely annihilates our capacity to heal ourselves. You can't heal in the face of contraction.
5: Oh good stuff thank you so much for that
1: thank you thank you thank you Sweeney.
5: thank you i think i'll be seeing you oh
0: i Thanks,
1: hope Loren. so I'll look forward to it dear
0: yes thank you destiny yes grace is here and you know what uh grace i love how you said that did you did i get this right you're going to be teaching teachers how to heal yes. perfect there's a question from Melissa. Melissa, I think she got your telepathy. <laughs> um, people absolutely want that. Um, so that's wonderful. Again, your story is is the, do I want to say linchpin? No, your story is like the the anchor to this healing. And as you teach others, I mean, other people are going through similar things. This is the beauty and this is the inspiration that comes out of it for everyone that we got this. And you, as a former nurse, you're shifting the medical field left and right, whether you know it or not. And that is what I find fascinating, very fascinating. So good on you. Thank you for that, Grace. Thank you for stepping into uh, that greater sharing of this wisdom that you hold within you that you've discovered within you through the help of all the guides. Yes. You're so
1: welcome and thank you. And and I'm grateful for uh, this opportunity to talk about it because like I said, I don't spend a whole lot of time on social media or out there because I spend so much time on the inner planes doing healing work that I don't honestly just don't have the energy for for more than that. But it this is my dedication, my mission my purpose and so I'm very grateful to be doing that and I really appreciate the opportunity to be here and to talk with with you all and be able to share that and I'm also aware that uh, it is time to uh, bring more people into the awareness of the sacred work of really being able to heal ourselves and open the flow um, and understand that we all have that capacity within ourselves We don't need to go out there and look for someone else to heal us. We have that. We have it within us. And we lost that a long time ago when we lost the mother, when we lost love and and the true power of love.
0: Mm, So beautiful. It's what we are returning to, this power of love. It is so exquisite and wonderful. Grace, thank you so much. As we say goodbye, I want to give you, you already said it all so well right there, but any final thoughts that you'd like to share as we go on our way?
1: Well, I just really want to uh, put some hope in the air and joy in the air, because this is really uh, uh, about that which is innately in you. So don't give up it's there it's just a a dig deeper you just got to keep digging deeper because I think we think it's endless but I also really encourage people to get help uh with the trauma healing and with clearing because it it, that's where we get stuck we get stuck we need help we need one another we need community we need uh the assistance so we can move along this is a time of such rapid movement so I just uh want to tell you don't give up and know that there's uh, much deeper possibilities within you of who you are. And it's all there for the taking. Just uh, allow yourself to go with your intuition and get help when you need help uh, versus trying to do it by yourself, which is another part of our patriarchal conditioning.
0: Yes. All right. Well, thank you. And again, if any of you would like to work with this beautiful healer, Grace Galzagori. The options are here and we invite you to check it out. We're excited for you to join us. Grace, thank you, thank you, thank you again for this beautiful experience today. Kudos are coming in left and right on our Zoom that this has just been wonderful. Our hearts are full and the feeling that you gave us today, that vibrational frequency you gave us, was so wonderful. We can never forget that. And we can only go back and make it stronger and more prevalent in our lives. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Grace. Thank you, thank you,
1: thank you to everyone who is here because we did this together. Thank you, and thank you, Lorette, for hosting me very much.
0: We'll see you again soon. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, and happy Equinox coming up here shortly. Thank you, bye everyone. Namaste